again, gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Don't let them beat you down, don't let them beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no, don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down, you just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. All right, you are listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. And I'm Brian. And that is a catchy song. So catchy. Whoever wrote that song must be like a genius or something. Probably. And and the vocals on it are just beautiful. He should win a CMA. He should he should win a CMA. He should. Although, do you think that person would want to be lumped in with the winners of the CMAs? Probably not. <laughs> if it, he would be want to be lumped in from the CMA winners like 20 years ago. Back when it was Tupac. Yeah. Uh, and the the famous Tupac versus Garth Brooks beef was going on. Oh man, that was that was rough. So times. much blood was shed in those times, and so much wheat was harvested <laughs> in those times as well. We've got a lot to talk about today. So much has happened. N- so and much. And and I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna start us off. Some of it really not good. Some poor things have happened. The bears. Mm. Uh. Do you know what you just heard, folks? You just heard the sound of the city of Chicago distilled into one long, sad sigh. <laughs> it's the cry of most Chicagoans about this time of year. Yep. When they play the Packers and get blown out. Doesn't happen every year. But, but this most year, years. This year it sure happened. Oh, and twice. We've already, thank God we don't have to face them again because there's no Wait, way they played them twice me. already? Yeah. And both were this way. Ouch. Yep. That's not a good sign. No. Well, uh, we're not going to see him again because there's no way we're making the playoffs. But was, yeah. which which means odds are we probably won't make the Super Bowl and win it. So, question: <sighs> If you could fix the Bears, what's the one thing you think would change their fortunes and make them not a terrible football team? <sighs> see, the thing is, if I have to pick one thing, it's got to be a vague one thing, like a very broad one thing, and that would be the front office. Okay. It's hard to pinpoint it, but I mean the obvious. A big obvious problem is Jay Cutler. If you give the football to the other team, you don't win a lot of games. I've noticed that pattern. Right. So it's Jay Cutler, but also the fact is, and we've talked about this, last season, Jay Cutler damn near lost his starting job to McCown. His backup quarterback. The backup quarterback, because Cutler got got hurt or grumpy or whatever, or pregnant. I don't remember what he went down with, but he, he got something, and... McCown comes in and just lit it up, and he did pretty well. gave them a gave them a decent shot at maybe making the playoffs. It didn't happen again. Green Bay, mm-hmm. but instead of looking at that and going, "Oh man, we should probably make sure we keep this, this McCown guy around," they they don't keep McCown for the season. They lose him. Mm-hmm. He's with Tampa Bay now. Tampa. He's a backup quarterback in Tampa Bay now. Okay. They do keep Cutler, and despite the fact. That he was not doing great. Mm. They signed him to the max extension they could. It was six, seven years, something like that, and over $100 million. Over like $125 million. Yeah. Ridiculous money. He's money. he's. We've talked about this. Uh, you said it was, what, Drew Brees and Peyton Manning are the only two, I think, right now? I think now? they're the only two that make more than him right now. Which means Aaron Rodgers makes less than him. I believe so, yes. And Aaron Rodgers didn't throw as many complete passes to the Packers. Wow. Yeah. That's it, bad. It was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> it was so bad. But yeah, so 
<sighs> yeah, Bears Bears suck. I don't know what you would change other than the front office. I think the coach needs to go. I think the general manager needs to go because they're making bad business decisions. They don't seem to be picking players that will win games no. because they would be winning games if they were picking players that would win games or coaches as right? well. But yeah, so that so it's was bull season now, I guess. It's bull season, although uh, Derek Rose has already injured both his ankles twice and he's played what, five games. I think they're up to five games now, yeah. Yeah, he's already injured his ankles, missed two games, came back, and re-aggravated both injuries on the same play. The so, hot dogs are still really you know good what? in Chicago. They're it's great. hockey season, damn it. Is it? Oh, there you go. Blackhawks. They're pretty that. good. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're good. They're all right. I, I hear they're actually thinking of signing Jay Cutler as well. <laughs> so I'm having a rough time right now in the NFL. Mm. How are you doing? I've officially given up. And, now, and, and this, just so our listeners know, he is not. I, I will still I will still turn on the Bears games when they start. I don't finish them. I haven't gotten mm. through a Bears game. You know, the last time I did, I was we were at a bar, and I was there more for the, the food, the beer, and the company than the game. Right. But I haven't finished a Bears game in a while because they're done within the first quarter almost. You aren't giving up because the Niners suck. They're not great this year. They're not great, but uh, I just yeah, I don't I don't really care anymore. Like I I just hit a certain point where watching football became a four hour legal <laughs> drama <laughs> instead of a game. Uh, and I I think. In an effort to make the – they don't want to hurt as many people. That's fine. We've talked about this before, the concussion Mm -hmm. thing. And I I still feel the same way about it. I don't want to see people get hurt, and I don't want to see people get concussions. But the problem with that is the very nature of the game you're selling is people colliding into each other at high speeds. Yep. You just make an unsafe game. And so you can't make it safe unless you get out the flags, really. Right. Uh, And they're trying to make it safe. Uh, Like, honestly, if they just got out the flags, I might watch again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because the game would probably go a little faster. Probably. Uh, but right now, it just seems to me they'll they'll sit there and... We should clarify, you're talking about flag football, wearing the flags. Not You don't want to see more penalty flags. Because right, we've seen no. plenty of those. That's the problem, is I'm sitting there watching football, and every pl- every other play is a penalty flag, and the flag is something like touching the kicker, or, you know, again, I don't want to see people get hurt. But again, I don't want to not watch the game of people tackling each other. Um and I think you look at the st- the statistics. I was actually reading an article this morning about who, uh, the, after the Bears game, they talked about mm-hmm. how Aaron Rodgers is clearly now a front runner for the MVP. Mm-hmm. And they listed all the other candidates for the MVP. They were all quarterbacks. Right, because you can't touch them. Wait, wait, you cannot touch a quarterback, and you can barely touch a receiver now. Right. So at this point, duh. Like, the the only running back they mentioned was DeMarco Murray, and that's because he has a great line in, in, in Dallas right now, and they, he is running really well. But... But everyone else, the other out of the ten people they listed, nine were quarterbacks, and at number ten was Demarco Murray. Yep. Number, I think they had like an honorable mention for J.J. Watt, the defensive lineman. But to give you an idea, ten out of ten of the people up for MVP honors that they're talking about are offensive players. Yep. That tells me that defense has just been neutered at this point. Yes. Like, there's no. And I'm sorry if you take one whole aspect of the game away, it just kind of gets boring to me. It's boring with the penalties and the fact that they can't tackle anymore. But we've we've discussed this before as well. I run a, a football pool, mm. and one of the aspects of the pool is uh, in the tiebreaker game, you got to pick the, the total number of points you think are going to be scored between two teams. Right. And the the average total now has almost doubled from what it was three years ago. Yeah. Like, my, my go-to number was always 35. I, I always say I'm going to do 35 points. I've had to up it to 50 
points. Dang. Because all we do now is we just throw the ball and score, throw the ball and score. Well, okay, I see. I shouldn't say we because the Bears don't. It's true. If you have a really good quarterback, you seem to throw the ball yes. and score and throw the ball or if and you score. have a marginally okay quarterback, right. you seem to throw the ball and score. Uh, no, it's true. Like, Well, everyone's all hot and bothered because Aaron Rodgers threw six touchdowns mm-hmm. last or, yeah, last night. Mm-hmm. And then last weekend, last two weekends, Ben Roethlisberger's throw not this last weekend, but the two weekends, two weekends before this, Ben Roethlisberger threw for like 12 touchdowns over the course of two games. And I'm like, doesn't that kind of tell you that maybe your game is broken? Right, exactly. Like, the game is maybe different. the game has changed and it's just quarterbacks now. It's like um, back when everyone was on roids, people were like, man, there's a lot of home runs getting hit. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, because your game is broken. And now it, people are, yeah, so it, the game is broken now and it just favors quarterbacks and receivers to a ridiculous amount. The defense is just useless. Yeah. When we've talked about this on previous episodes, you actually predicted that you said, I think you said within five years, the game will be unwatchable. Mm. What's funny is you didn't even make it through this year. I, I couldn't. And it's officially unwatchable for you. Uh, well, this this last Sunday, I was at a, I was out to lunch with my wife, and uh, we're sitting there watching the Giants. Well, I wasn't watching. It was on in the background, the Giants-Seahawks game. And I, I started eating. I sat down and ordered at the beginning of the second quarter. Mm-hmm. And I paid my bill and left at the – they were like three minutes still left before halftime. Wow. And that was like an hour and 10 minutes. I did not rush eating. I drank a beer slowly and ate, you know, talked a little bit. It took him an hour and 10 minutes basically to get through part of the second quarter. And I was just like, um, no, I don't need to go back and watch this. That's just too much of my life you're asking to give up. Right. It's 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 gotten to the point where it used to be for me, it used to be fun to watch. And I would I actually hated seeing score updates on my phone or anything like that. Mm. And at this point. I would honestly rather do anything else, and I'll just check the scores. Yeah, I so. just, uh, just yeah, it's gotten. I just, it's not entertaining. I still like to watch like baseball. I mean, again, pace of game. Baseball's meant to be slow, so I sort of like no. Okay, baseball. I might be here for three or four hours. That's right. fair. That's fine. Well, and you I, can it's ignore it. I another day. You'll, yeah. you'll, you'll hear the you'll hear the crowd make a sound when something actually happens worth a scene. Oh yeah, I go to a baseball game. If I'm at a Dodgers game, I'm talking to whoever I'm there with like seventy five percent of the time. Oh yeah, drinking a beer, watching them. You know, it's it's a nice slow game. But with football, I sort of expect more to happen. I always I still like to talk during a football game, but it's just it's also a loud game. Mm-hmm. You know, baseball's all quiet, and you know that's I kind of dig that. Uh, Basketball's fast paced still. I can watch basketball. Mm-hmm. They aren't so bad there yet. But ha- and hockey's hockey's fast paced just with low scoring. It's like basketball on ice. Kinda. Except except baskets are very rare because it's, there's it's a lot like, more. It's like soccer on ice. Yeah, and you know the thing that soccer and hockey have both going for it is the clock doesn't stop. Right. I mean it just keeps going. So you know how long you're gonna be there. If I go to a soccer game, ninety well, minutes. Well actually no, it does stop for a puck drop, which is a nice Oh puck drop is I suppose. But I mean they don't it doesn't stop every time they stop running. Like with right. football, anytime someone's not running, stop the clock. And lately they've been not running as much, so it's Right. Taking it, it out of me. I just can't do it. Can't do it. So I had to move on. Well, so so you've given up on it because it's not fun to watch. I am I I I'm from I'm a Chicago fan. I can't I I can't fully give up on it because it's part of my nature to just take that torture. So I'll keep starting games and not finishing them. Mm. But we've been two very vocal football fans and get excited. I get excited in early summer when I start realizing, oh shit, fantasy football season's coming. Getting ready for fantasy football. Football season's coming. Yep. And 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 it, and they've and they've lost us. You again because it's not fun to watch me because it's not fun to watch, and also my team is just depressing. 
and it hurts to talk I, about. I get the love of the Bears. I understand that, and you keep going, keep saying. I mean, if the, if all of a sudden the NBA decided that basketball was going to be five guys on each team singing Justin Bieber cover songs for 90 minutes, I'd still watch the Trailblazers. I, I still would <laughs> because I've loved the Trailblazers for a long time. And it's fantastic. So I get your Bears love. Yeah. So keep watching. And I'll just keep not saying anything about anything about the Bears. <laughs> I officially can't even make fun of them anymore. I will no longer make fun of the Bears. You heard it here. Wow. Because there's nothing to make fun of anymore. <laughs> like for something for something to make fun of, you kinda have to like someone like if you know like I could mock Peyton Manning because he's, you know, really good somebody's gonna knock that guy down a peg because he's right. you know I don't want him to be too full of himself. But I just I just feel sad for the Bears right now, actually. You know what makes me feel a little better? Hmm. Sharing in the pain of others. So That is a common Chicago trait. We, <laughs> we just took a little trip into my personal hell. Has enough time passed? Can can we can we talk about your Halloween? Sure. <laughs> Halloween this year was uh it was fun. Uh-huh. Really? It was memorable. That uh, really? Parts of it were memorable. People have told me parts of my uh, of it were memorable. So uh, we didn't talk about this last time because honestly the wounds were just too fresh. Literally wounds. Yes. So may I? Is it okay? Sure. All right. Please narrate the story. I'm gonna try and uh, breeze through this because it's a it's a long it was a long night. It's an it was epic. Yeah. It's it's like the Iliad and the Odyssey. Yeah. Literally again. Yeah. We had some friends come in from out of town to visit from a smaller community, so big city ho- holiday stuff is kind of fun. Sure. They did not know that half a million people. Right. We're going to be privy to this. So they come into town, and the group decides we're going to go down to the Halloween Carnival in West Hollywood. For those listeners that are not from Southern California, West Hollywood is probably the largest uh, homosexual community we have. In, yeah, in Southern California, yes. When they when they do they throw the parties. best parties. Yeah, they do throw the best you parties. You go because damn, their parties kick ass. Right, like we ventured out that way a few times because if you're looking for a nice, like a fun place to go dancing or something like that, if that you want a, a fun place to go dancing where your girlfriend, wife, significant other will not get felt up constantly, boom. Uh, where uh, you will not worry about getting stabbed or anyone causing a shooting. Yep, you will just enjoy people having a good time. It's the place to go. Yeah. If I go dancing, I'm going dancing in West Hollywood. Right. So we decided to go down there, and you told me earlier in the day, don't worry, no costumes. I believe your words were, this is my costume. I'm going as a guy who does a podcast. That was my plan. And so I said, hey, that's fantastic. I will do that. I show up at your place dressed as a podcast guy. And it's a good costume too. It is a good costume. Yeah, I, mean, I looked. I looked decent. I looked pretty nice. I was. I was gonna. I was gonna work it. Get some free drinks. You know, do what I gotta do. Sure. But I. I walk in and you, your wife, and the out of towners, you're all in costume. Everybody's in costume. I was told in no unnecessary terms that I would be dressing up as the devil, and so I did. Yes. Uh, so you were the devil. Uh, wife was a dark angel. Yep. And uh, and then the other couple was a house husband and sexy businesswoman. Yes. And I there I am as podcast guy, which was not well received. And also I think it bears mentioning that if not all of you, most all of you were shit-faced. You especially. I, I had done, I think when you walked through the door, six shots of Jim Beam at that point. Yeah, within what, an hour? Probably half an hour. Okay. So, yeah, so you're you're bat- literally bachelor party level drunk. Getting there. So I get attacked and told, 
Well, you wanted me to carry around a didgeridoo. That was your idea for a costume for me, which... Don't you wish you'd followed my advice now? Hell you no. No, you could have sounded a horn to find help. I, c- <laughs> I also could have carried that fucking thing forever. I just, anyway. That's true. They decide I need to ditch the the, the semi nice clothes I was wearing and and go as thing one. Get in a lycra body suit <laughs> and a blue haired wig. I don't know how that didn't set off warnings, but yes, I end up wearing a, a skin tight some women's clothing. Basically, it was it was one of the, it was the out of towners. Yes, and a blue a electric blue bob wig. You look terrible in it. I'm just gonna say I did not look good. I've you never looked truly truly awful. I, <laughs> I I have never pulled off feminine clothing at all. Yeah. And then I then I have to start doing catch up. So I, I I get a couple shots in me and and, uh, and a couple beers, and we decide we're gonna walk down to the to the metro station because the one thing we did know when we pre planned this mm. was we are not gonna try and drive down there because no, you F can't that. even because literally again half a million people mm-hmm. within ten city blocks. Yeah. That's what this thing is. It's bad. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. And again. Uh, many people pitched it to me as, well, you've never seen that. And that is why I went. I was like, you know what? Fine. I've never been to it. I'll go. And I've been now, and I'm not going again. Well, and, and the other thing was we have a friend that bartends down there, and he was supposed to hook us up with free drinks. That was that was part of the selling point was, hey, maybe we'll get a free drink. Right. So we head out. We walk to the train station. We get on the train, get off in downtown Hollywood. Right next to Grumman's Chinese Theater. Right. It was very touristy, very nice, and also very packed full of people. By the way, this is where I'm going to have to sort of bow out because at this point I had brought tiny little bottles of booze with me. He had over a dozen little airport bottles in his suit. And I drank like three of them before we even made it to the train station. Yep. I don't remember what happens from here on out. I will take it. I've been told what happened by <laughs> parties that remember. Now, the guy, by the way, that just admitted to losing time at this point, he was our leader. So he gets us off the train at downtown Hollywood, which from other reports, I guess we had to do anyway. But we were nowhere near West Hollywood yet. It was a... You, you can't get into West Hollywood right. by the train. You literally, that's the closest train stop is three miles away from the party. <laughs> so... Yeah. So three mile hike in the drizzling rain. Drizzle. It was a little drizzle. It wasn't like you know, I mean, this wasn't any kind of a bad rainstorm or anything. But it was. Uh, it was a drizzle. People are looking partially because house husband is not wearing pants. I'm dressed as a transgender thing, and you were drunk and yelling at things. Yep. You made a lot of very vocal apologies to every beggar we crossed that you didn't have money and how badly you wished you could have given him a dollar, but you just didn't have a dollar. Did I really do? Oh that? yeah. Well, oh, I'm a generous person. It was funny as hell to watch. So we are walking. We left the house, I'd say, about 8.30. It's about 11.30 by the time we finally get down to the heart of West Hollywood. And it is it is packed busy. It's half a million people. We are now trying to find uh, the place where our friend bartends so we can try and go in and get a free drink. Yep. Our leader, who was the guy that can't remember the night, so that was poor planning on our part to allow you to lead us. That was a poor choice. At one point, you stopped abruptly, turned around, and said, Hey, hey, Team Huddle. I sound like a Muppet when I'm drunk? Yes. Oh, well, there you go. Among many other things, including a very aggressive person later <laughs> in Probably, the night. yes. So, hey, Team Huddle, you said as a drunken Luke Bryan. And you, the guy that we've all been following, because really none of us knew where we were headed, mm. you say, well, where are we going? Yep. We remind you where we're going, and you just turn and walk. So we start following him. We eventually come across a magical unicorn. 
A friend of yours is down there dressed like a pillow pet. Awesome outfit. It was an awesome costume, but literally like, I saw him, I was, I was like, he looks like a pillow pet. You kept calling him a Pegasus. He kept correcting you, and he said he was a unicorn. And he became our new our new leader, because... Thank God. you got to follow a magical unicorn when yeah. you find one in West Hollywood. Which so, is true. found a unicorn, tell him where we're trying to go. He leads us there. We get there and realize, holy shit, it's at least an hour-long wait to get in here if we ever can. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to say I had a brief flash of memory of... I do remember being outside this place and just being like there's no way we're ever going to make it into that like, right there is so literally you can't even like squirm in there and find your friend and be like hi we're here but it's too crowded we can't make it in. you can't do that there's too many people right wall of humanity i remember that part so we decide we're not gonna wait in line what do we want to do now and the the general consensus. Uh, I was voting for going home. That's what I wanted to do. By the way, we're sitting around a little after midnight now, I think, and we decide, oh no, we want to. We want to find somewhere we can dance. Okay, fine. So we continue wandering down uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. Is that what that it was? is that is the place. Yeah. Yes, and just uh, a mass of people. At one point, we had stopped, I think, to discuss where we were trying to head. Something felt like it bit me on the butt. I turn and look, and I see house husband have the same reaction. I turn to look past him, and a, I'm guessing, gay man wearing not much more than a loincloth holding a horse whip skips away happily. And so I officially got spanked by a horse whip down in West Hollywood. I'm a little disappointed that didn't happen to me. <laughs> we finally were walking, walking. There's just nothing There's nothing you can get into down there. You, we couldn't. We never found. No, everything's packed out. Yeah. Half a million people. Yeah. A million Half of that, yeah. still a lot. Very much, very big All number. within 10 blocks, all trying to go to the same dance clubs. Right, and so it's about 1 in the morning now, and we finally decide, you you just kept saying, I need to sit down. I, I just, I'm okay, I just need to sit down. I had wanted to go home an hour and a half earlier, and finally the last bit of resistance said, all right, fuck this, let's go, let's just call it a loss and go home. The magic unicorn had the bright idea, hey, let's get off the strip. Let's go down a couple blocks so we can hail a cab. That was smart. We start heading down. As soon as we start heading off the strip, it starts to rain again. And this time the drizzle is gone. It is a downpour. It is a torrential downpour. I'm from the Midwest. This is bad. It never rains in L.A. It has not rained in L.A. for like seven months. Yeah. And then that night, of all nights, it chooses to dump every last ounce of water in the sky it was on bad. us and and so not only is it cold and wet but la is not built for drainage because we don't get a lot of rain and especially west hollywood just seems to be god awful so every single corner Flooded. was a lake flo- it was a lake sized puddle yeah it gets that way everywhere like west hollywood everywhere i I've, I've, like the valley sometimes in the valley is a little bit of drainage but mostly uh, in la and on the other side of the hill no it's all all just lakes everywhere right and so I made it a couple blocks before both my feet got fully submerged. And so now I've got soaking wet feet. I'm doubting at this point that I even tried. I probably was stomping through shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were because I don't think you could have hopped if you wanted to. Probably not. Um, speaking of which, uh, along the way, as we're going, cabs, by the way, are ignoring us. They will not stop for us. Probably because they're full of people. No, there was a lot of empty cabs that went by. I finally decided really? they must have been going to pickups that had been called in and uh, dispatch gave them something they had to go. They couldn't just stop for normies like us. Ah. Uh, so we are we're walking along the way. Every car that honks, you tried to pick a fight with. That was entertaining to watch. I don't like honkers. If Apparently you're a honker, not. 
don't like, honking your horn does nothing I've when you're trapped in traffic. It does nothing. I've never seen you actually beat your chest. He's 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 beating his chest and he's going, "You want to step to this? You want to step to me?" And I'm like, "That's a car, Brian." I could take it. I bet you could. Particularly if I've had that much <laughs> that much Jim Beam. In you there. were bulletproof. Yeah. But you weren't gravity proof because shortly thereafter, you stepped off of a curb sideways accidentally as we're walking. Mm. Injured your ankle and went down. We're talking all the way down to your back in the middle of the street in a lake. And yep. um, I I would like to say that I was among the two people that helped you up. I couldn't. I was too busy just kind of laughing. I, I did serve as your crutch from that point on. I did help walk you. That was nice of you. But and I did not help your ass up. Partially because I felt like you were to blame for this whole situation. <laughs> On our way back to the, because no cabs are stopping. We've tried Lyft. We've tried Uber. We cannot get transportation. So we we realized we've got to get back to Hollywood Highland and get to that train station. On our way, we we passed the Magical Unicorn's apartment. Mm -hmm. And somebody had the the idea we should go in there, sit for a moment, maybe dry off a little bit, and try and call a cab and see if we can do that. That's a good idea. So we did. We're there for about a half hour. Cab companies aren't calling back. So we decide, all right, we're about 25-minute walk away. Let's do it. We start going again. Thankfully, it stopped raining at this point. We finally make it to Hollywood Highland train station. Start heading down the stairs, only to hear, whoa, 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 whoa. And we look up, and what do we see? A wall of cops. There's a wall of cops stopping anybody from going down, and they're saying, train's done for the night. Train stops at 2.30. It was 2.34. I want to point out that who the hell, on a night when you know... Half a million people will be moving around your city. Stops the train at 2.30. An idiot. Not anyone with any sort of planning in their brain. Nope. And and these metro cops, uh, the public transit cops that Mm. are telling us the train's done, they clearly know the trains are done at 2.30. They know that their job is going to be to stop people and tell them you can't get on the train now. Mm. You know what the next part of their job should be? Being able to tell them what their options are. Hey, there's a bus that'll come by here and do this. No, I literally had to look up the bus schedule on my phone, which barely functioned since it had gone through Noah's Ark. Right. And I find a bus number that's going to be coming through, and I ask the guy, you know, where the bus stop is. He his response is, "Oh, I don't know the bus information." So apparently, you know, he's just the train division dickwad. Right. So we we figure out this couple blocks down. We rush down there, stand there. We, we've got about 10 minutes till the bus is going to arrive, and it's only running once per hour now. So mm. it's supposed to get there at 2.51. The next one's not till 3.51. Trains restart at 4.30 by that point anyway. Right. We're standing there trying to hail cabs still, just in case, because that'd be a better option than the bus. No cabs are stopping. Time for the bus comes and goes. Five minutes more comes and goes. Ten minutes more comes and goes. No bus has shown up yet. I want to point out that possibly the worst part of Los Angeles is its bus system. Oh, yeah. It is it's truly miserable. awful. I can't tell you that. I just gave up on the bus system the third time that that happened to me, where I was waiting <laughs> for a bus after I'd made a connection with another bus, and I'm just stranded because the bus just didn't show up. And you always feel like you're stranded in the most dangerous places you don't want to be stuck. Right. No, no, it's just it's ridiculous how often the buses in Los Angeles are just like, well, we're not showing up. Yeah, I, I would love to have a job like that where it's like I, don't, I have I have enough confidence in my job security that I can just be like, ah, by the way, I'm not going to be there. Yeah, I know a lot of. Oh, people I'm are sure they must have had reports from so many people. They're like, the buses aren't showing up, and they're just they don't care. Yeah, they exactly. don't care. 
I guarantee that late at night there's nobody you can even call. So I check online, and sure enough, the next bus is now the 351 bus. I don't know where the 251 bus went. It never showed up, and we were there early. We were there in time for oh, it. Oh, no, we were there way before it, yeah. I remember, I remember that part, sitting on the bench while you guys were waiting, and you're like, it's going to be here in five minutes. And I'm like, sweet, <laughs> yay. Nope, no, no bus. No bus. So thankfully... By the way, I just want to also point out the only thing I'm thinking at that point is... I'm just going to have to leave it, lead us on a hike home over the hills. Yeah, you We're wanted, just gonna you, I remember you kept saying you wanted to do it sound and music style and yeah. just, just hike over the hills. Hike over those hills, man. Just right <laughs> through JT's backyard. Hey, man, we're just passing through. Just no buses. We're just going. You you with a bum ankle. Yeah, at and, this point with my twisted to shit and ankle. And half a liquor store in your, in your system. Yep. We finally are able to hail a cab a quarter after three or so, I think. We get back to your place. I still have to drive back to my place. I got home about 4 o'clock in the morning. The house husband, he kept saying, you know what? It's going to be an experience. This is going to be an experience. You know, at least, you know, it's it, we, we've had this experience. You and I had the mantra of never again, never again. But the one thing that we all kept saying is, well, at least it'll be memorable, like you said. Here's yes. the funny thing. Next day, you can't walk. And you can't really remember why, because you don't remember any of it. It is ironic that I cannot remember anything, though I will say, as far as experiences go, I'm definitely not forgetting that one or the lesson it taught me, which is I'm a small town drunk. <laughs> I get drunk and I need to be at the bar we're going to within about a 15 minute window from when we leave the house. Yep. I cannot drive for 45 or 30 minutes and then get out and be expected to do anything because the alcohol is soaked into my tissues at that point, And I'm pretty much drunk, Brian, and we're done here. Yep. You don't want to be traveling with that. Yeah, it was. I, I'm thankful for the story aspect of it. It's, Absolutely, it is a story that I that I have told several times, and it's I will. It's an excellent to story. Tell. It's an experience worth having. Mm. I do, I choose not to repeat it probably again. Right, and like we mentioned, you haven't been able to walk for a while. No, I'm actually. I was off. I'm able to walk today. Uh, it was. It's been literally swollen to shit for the last <laughs> like five days. So what have you been doing with yourself while you've been laid up? Uh, I went and watched Interstellar. Really? It's phenomenal movie. Really, really good. Almost took the mind off of the mind-numbing pain. I was like, <laughs> ah, it wasn't that bad. But the movie was amazing. It really was. It was a really good movie. Um, and uh, go go watch it. I can't say anything beyond that because I'll just spoil it. It is a movie. There's a lot of people online who are talking about it. There's two camps. There's camps of people who are like, you know, the science in the movie isn't really accurate. And there's people like, holy crap, what an amazing fantasy about science. Mm. The, the people who are second are getting the movie, in my opinion. Because okay. it's not a documentary. It's the same people that were like, that Noah movie, it's not very good because that's not the real story of Noah according to the book it's based on. It's like, no, like it's, it's a movie. It's a story. It's not a scientific. Like Christopher Nolan didn't make Interstellar and submit it to the scientific community as proof <laughs> of his thought. And no, so it's, it's a not, story. So it's not a NASA project. Right. But it does make you hopeful for the future of humanity, and it makes you really like super pumped about space exploration and about your place in the universe, like how big the universe is. It's amazing that way. Now, you saw it in IMAX. Oh, yeah. Now, I saw it, I saw it, it in the magical IMAX at CityWalk, which is like the 70-millimeter giant towering screen. For those people that have access to that sort of uh, technology mm. in their area, do you re is it worth the extra price oh, for that? Oh hell yeah. Yeah. The sound like the sound alone, if it was just the sound cuz IMAX has great sound. If it was just the sound, I'd have still paid for the extra. Nice. Cuz like when rockets are taken off, like your seats shaking and like just it's awesome. And the visuals in the film, I mean there's space visuals of like 
you know, these they, they really get the scope of the planets. I honestly didn't know that Saturn was that big until there was a shot of a spaceship flying by Saturn, and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> that thing's huge compared to us. Like, it just it's a movie that makes you realize how big Saturn is. That's... That's how interesting and, and entertaining of a film it is. Absolutely, if you can see it on IMAX, go to the IMAX experience. They shot it on IMAX cameras for IMAX it shows. So, okay. Yeah, that's why it's so good. You also saw uh, Big Hero 6. I did. It's very cute. Uh, also, weirdly enough, another movie that's like all about science. I mean, and less so about Interstellar. Uh, it's about a, little, uh, a kid who um, uses his brother's robot to fight crime. And there, I, I don't want to say anything beyond that, really. Uh, but... They it is all about science. Like the kids, like this nerdy Asian kid scientist, and they really do a great job, like selling. Like, like I gotta be honest, I'm really looking forward to the day when I go. I I, I see like a bunch of high school kids who are like, "Oh man, did you hear what Neil deGrasse Tyson was saying last night? Oh snap, that was so amazing!" And not, "Did you watch the Kardashians last night? Oh my god." Yeah, I do feel like we need to. There, there's got to be a. There's got to be a point where. We go back to an age of enlightenment because I feel like we 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 hit this thing where we science and technology all just got bigger and bigger and bigger and better, and we have like supercomputers now that fit in our pocket, right? And somehow, it all became a tool for more dumbassery. Yes, it and it it I, it makes me sad a little bit. Uh, I want, I mean, I want kids to learn science so bad. I just, I'm like, okay, young kids, you need to learn science. Oh, my God, just, like, love Stephen Hawking. I want Stephen Hawking to be your Justin Bieber. <laughs> That's what I want. I understand you got to still love Justin Bieber. That's cool. But love Stephen Hawking just as much. And, and it, just get into that because we need people, we need a generation that's going gonna, to gonna be, like, you know, scientific and, and push us forward as a species. Because right now I feel like we're a little bit in the doldrums as as the human species. We're 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 teetering on what what I don't want to be too dramatic. I don't want to be all like dramatically twenty four hour news cycle guy about it. <laughs> the world's coming to an end. But I I I'm just like I would really appreciate people admiring scientific discovery on the same level they admire Kim Kardashian's butt. It's a nice butt. It's a pleasant butt, and it deserves admiration. But I would I would also argue that the scientists working at CERN deserve as much admiration if not more than kim kardashian's posterior so do you how do you see that happening what do you think is gonna be the driving force i, th I think weirdly like weirdly enough i think a movie like big hero six where it teaches kids hey it's cool to be a superhero but what if you you know to be a superhero you need to know the science of how to be a superhero hmm. that's cool that's a really cool idea um you know hey this kid really like the whole beginning of the film is about the kid who's like his 13 year old wonderkin and he does like illegal robot fighting, which mm -hmm. is really funny and it's very hilarious and awesome. Uh, but and the whole early part of the film is about his brother trying to be like, you graduated from high school at 13. What about going to college? And literally the whole first part of the film is about him getting his younger brother to go to college hmm. at this super awesome like science college. And that's like the whole point of the first film. And it's wildly entertaining and funny. And I'm just like, yes, please, kids, watch this film and be like, man, I want to get into Caltech. <laughs> like that would be that would be awesome, and I think that would we can only benefit from having smarter people around, particularly science smart people. That Not that we don't need anybody to 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 dissect and discover all the wonders of Charles Dickens' writing. That's important too, but but we really need somebody to to get us to Mars, like colonize it. Come on, let's get on it. 
I mentioned earlier that we had all this technology and it just kind of became a, a, a tool for tools, really. Weird. Like it. Sure. <laughs> that's what it's kind of turned into. Something I wanted to uh, bring up that I, I know you shared something on, on Facebook about this that, that caught my eye. Well, you shared the thing about catcalling, the catcalling video. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman was in New York? woman in New York? Yeah, a woman in New York walked around for like 10 hours and just got harassed. Basically. Pretty much got harassed by unpleasantly by a bunch of dudes. And so I wanted to talk about that uh, and, and also as it ties into the world of online dating. Because mm. that also has been uh, become a breeding ground for, for monsters. But basically, I, I don't know if you're familiar with this. There's an Instagram account called By Philippe. Is it Philippe or Felipe? Because it, it could I, be either, I, I think. Either or, yeah. yeah but yes, yeah. I, I've now looked at it, yes. And it's uh, it's basically, for those people that, that, that haven't had to venture into the the see the underbelly of the internet that is online dating. All those commercials with that happy old gray-haired man about find your true love. Mm. Yeah, what it boils down to is you know it's it these these are sites where people that are that are uh, you know single usually and wanting to find someone else who is single usually. Mm. Sure. The idea behind it is foster a relationship that's based off of things you might have in common and whatnot. True. What it boils down to is there's a lot of those same guys in the catcalling videos <laughs> are sitting on there looking for, uh, I want to say they're looking for any female they find hot, but really it just seems like they're just looking for any female on there that they can bother at this point. Yep. And so once you make a connection with somebody, then comes the process of instant messaging, texting, chatting, that sort of thing. It's a new step in things, for sure. Right. And in a lot of ways, it is the safe way to do it. You know, it used to be, I guess, it used to be what you'd you'd meet somebody, you'd go out for drinks, and that, that would be your first date encounter of getting to know a person. Sure. Now that f- a lot of the first datey type encounters are all happening via texting now. Mm. And so what By Philippe is, is it's an Instagram account where, where women have taken screenshots of conversations that have just gone to shit. Again, like I mentioned, there's a bunch of those creepy, crappy guys that they make these connections with these women, and then they send them, they'll either start right off the bat with sending them some sort of really vulgar message, either a picture of their dick, or like a comment that's just incredibly like, hey, person I don't know, I've never met, you want to fuck? And so, largely, that seems to be the two opening lines that the male right? species is going with online. Yeah, and so, uh, and so these these women, rightfully so, either ignore them, or some of them po- very politely decline. They actually will respond with a you know with a rejection, but they're not. For the most part, I haven't seen a whole lot of women out there that are just being asshats to people. They're 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 still somehow pretending that these men are are humans. And they're and they're politely rejecting them. Yeah. And oh my God, does it get vicious after that? You've seen some of these. Yeah. The amount of rage. It basically, it boils down to: here's a shot of my junk. Girl, in best case scenario, says that's not really what I'm interested in. Guy then goes, "Well, you must be an, an unfuckable hag, right? That is just you've never seen penis, and you're some sort of horrible person, and shut your mouth, slut whore." And then period end. And you're just like, what the, like, I just, like, I'm a guy, I'm a male, uh, and I, I don't understand, like, why that, why anyone would ever think that even in the, in the anonymity of online dating, that that is going to do anything for you. Right. And the amount, the thing that surprised me was the volume of texts that by Felipe or Philippe has on (laughs) there. Like, it's not like there's 10 pictures there's a lot. I oh. don't know how many, but we're going with 
I would I would hazard there's probably thousands of interactions. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so it's become this great thing where it's it's become a hashtag now. Like I don't know where it started. I'm assuming there was one guy probably named Felipe that was being a douchebag mm. and the chick ended up saying, you know, she just ended up with like he probably got to a point where he said something like that and she literally probably just responded with bye Felipe and that got share screenshot and shared and it's taken on and so now some some of the girls that are that are hip to it are actually saying that. So you'll see nice. some of these messages when it when it happens like Guy says his douchey comment, and the chick's like, the chick, you know, if she responds with anything other than by Felipe, she'll, you know, be like, wow, really glad I dodged that bullet. Thanks for showing your true colors. Hashtag by Felipe. Yeah. But here, here's actually just, just right now, I just pulled up the, the most recent one that it, that's showing up here. Guy says, we cuddle then when you come same day. And the chick says, haha, nah, I'm not looking for just cuddles or whatever cuddles will lead into. He says, ha 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 ha, you are ugly as fuck anyways. Wow, and she says, "So why the fuck did you want cuddles?" Yeah, it's but I mean it's that sort of thing where it's you know I mean good for sites like this that uh, they're able to 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 put these guys on blast. I'd like to say that maybe that'll have some kind of a positive impact. I'm sadly thinking it won't. Probably, probably not. But at least women will know that there are douchebags like this out there. Though I'm sure they're very aware. Oh uh, yeah, from everything I've heard, it's the response I'm getting from a lot of my female friends is. How are you guys? How have you guys not been aware that this exists? And my I response to that is, because I'm not like that. Right. I've never had anyone. Uh, I even even back in my single days, I was never by Felipe. Uh, right. Mostly because I never thrust my genitals in anyone's face <laughs> and demanded sexual pleasures from them on first meeting. Right. And then that was typically how I avoided that sort of by Felipe situation. And then when when inexplicably somehow they just are interested. To. You know, you didn't go into a Hulk-like rage. No, that's true. I did not immediately begin to spout horrible names at them. Yeah. I, I will say this with the catcalling video and, and you know, and wh- what what is being brought to light more and more about what women do have to deal with on a daily basis, mm. which I know you've witnessed a lot of that. Just you've mentioned things that your wife has gone through. Oh, yeah. We live, we live next to a park and she goes walking in the park and routinely will come back and be like, well, I just want you to know that... Uh, Three guys want you to know you're the luckiest guy in the world, which fortunately they left me alone after following me and talking to me uninvited for no reason while I'm walking in the park with my earphones on. Like, she wears earphones. She listens to audiobooks while she walks in the park. Wow. So wait, it's wait, not wait. like she, she doesn't listen to this show? It's not like she's dressed up, t- you know, in like a cocktail dress strutting around the park saying, hey, gents. It's like, no, I'm, I'm just listening to maybe the show. She listens to podcasts. Uh, listening to something while walking in the park and someone will literally walk up beside her, tap her on the shoulder, have her take her and be like, and then start hitting on her. Uh, she she wears a wedding ring. This isn't like, you know, I've, I've walked with her. She doesn't like take the wedding ring off and hide it and get in the cocktail dress and go out looking for, <laughs> looking for some fun. No, she's just walking in the park and just uh, like at least uh, three, four times a month this will happen. Wow. And it's not that busy of a park, you know. <laughs> it's not like there's that many people in this park. So, Yeah. It, and that's just based on that's the experience I have seen of it is from her view. And I'm just like, it's got to be worse for single women with no ring on their finger, just maybe in a cocktail dress out for a night with their friends. And dudes are just all over them. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. It is bad. It's bad that it's happening to these women in a selfish way. Mm. It fucking sucks for me. Do you mm. know what it's like to be a single guy out there right now? I do not. It is miserable because of all these by Felipe douchebags out there, nobody believes that there are any good guys anymore. You can't. You cannot 
Like at this point, I'm th- really thinking that I need to find whatever culture does arranged marriages and go to that route. Because there you go. You yeah. can't meet you can't meet new people anymore without being well, lumped in with these assholes. What it does is, I mean, the fourth or f- fifth hundred time. Some idiot has come up to you and been like, hey, girl, smile for me, you know, mm-hmm. like, and you're like, no, I'm not smiling for you. We just like the eighth or ninth hundredth time that's happened to you when a dude walks up to you and is like, hello, you're probably like, OK, here it comes. Right. Runs the exactly. other shoe. Like you can't you as I would imagine as a single man, pretty much when you walk up to a girl, she's just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Exactly. And When's I'm, he going to get around to thrusting his junk in my face and demanding sexual gratification? Which is like not till the second or third date. But right. Yeah. Um, but no, and, I, and so I'm not blaming. I'm not. I hope that did not come off as saying I'm blaming. No, the women it's not for women's fault. It's the douchebags. It's the, yeah, it's the fucking asshats out there. Yeah. That uh, have literally made it. I think you said it best when I showed you the by Felipe account. You said that you felt guilty for having a penis. Pretty much. I was like, man, this thing clearly, yeah. there are a lot of dudes out there that cannot operate this thing, and it should not be allowed. They should not be <laughs> allowed to drive their penis. They that, just need to go away. That would be an interesting, I mean, it would never happen because it would be considered License unusual. License to dick? Literally, like, I, I think I think that, you know, since we, w- in the world of social media now, where things can get shared and reported like this by a Felipe account, mm. I say, yeah, if somebody, like, make it a three strikes and it's off rule. Like, you know, if, if you behave this way with, with, with strangers repeatedly, uh, the government comes and cuts your dick off. I think that <laughs> is a way to go about it. I, I don't think we could get to that point, but I, I feel like maybe there's something that can be, like, you should have to wear, like, a shirt or something when you go out in public that says, I, I you know, like a picture of your dick on what it or something. about a shock collar on your dick? That could that could work. And if, like, <laughs> Every time I don't know you're how creep, you'd report just that. <laughs> Like if you say like certain buzzwords, there'll like be an app for that. Trust me, there's uh, probably an app. You, yeah. you 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 get registered. There it must gets, be it gets some way to, in, and whenever somebody reports you for something, you get a shock. <laughs> that could work. I don't know, but I, I I will say that with seeing by Felipe and uh, and the video of the woman walking around in New York for ten minutes, <laughs> I'm just like, or sorry, ten hours. Uh, I guys, what the hell's going on? Like what? I, I hope none of our listeners are, are are people that do this, but what what is when did this be? Is this working for you? And if so, ladies, who are you that are going for this? You know, like who's who is like, oh man, this guy thrust his junk in my face. I better go home with him. D- stop! No, don't do that. I, I you're I, encouraging I, terrible behavior. I actually asked a friend of mine that uh, she has been the unfortunate recipient of of a few of a few dick pics in her time, mm. and I. I was starting to ask the question. The question was going to be, does that work for any women? Like, do you know any women that that, that, that like right. would be happy to Just, get that? Oh, man, I got a text of a dick. I better sleep with this guy. I got the word does out, and she goes, no. <laughs> I've never met a woman ever who got a text of a guy's dong and was like, you know, and that's how I met my husband Harry. That's our right. story. <laughs> Crazy. You know, it's never happened. Well, and ever. It, it, it's like it's the same logic with the you know the guys that because some of these on by Felipe they don't start bad. Some of them like the first message or two, uh, you know they they started out actually okay. They seem like nice guys because sure. a lot of these what happens is they send a message, the woman doesn't respond mm. in in a period of time that they think is appropriate. Yeah, and then they just flip their bitch they go switch. Ape shit. Yeah, they're like they're like well. Fuck you, then you must be a stuck up. I'm gonna say c word. I I don't mind cussing on the show, but that one does seem to bother. That's, a, lot that's of a bad word for sure. And so, but a lot of these, the 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 women will respond the next day, and they'll, they'll be like, "Wow, I actually fell asleep while we were talking. Um, I wasn't ignoring you, but boy, am I glad that I did because now <sighs> I see what I would have gotten into." And so, my thought is just 
clearly it's got to just be a a like a Chicago Bears clinging on to hope for them to ever do anything <laughs> type of feeling because they I'm they, one in seven with the ladies. So <laughs> you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> so I mean because it, it, they can't really think that it's going to be like hey I think you're really uh, this is a nice version. Hey I think you're really cute and uh, you know and I and, you know we should go out sometime. Oh thanks I'm not interested. Oh well fuck you bitch I can't believe you're such a piece of shit. Oh my god you're right. I'm so. <laughs> let's get married now. How thoughtless of me! <laughs> Would you like to come over for sex now? Yeah, it's I. Ugh. There's a there's a weird and you know what I'm. This is gonna be. This is, I'm gonna blow a, a can off of here and we're gonna talk about something briefly that you never know. You may edit out of the show. Um, <laughs> I think that part of that is the proliferation of internet porn, and I'm not saying porn is bad. Porn's great. Go porn. Dig, dig porn. But I wanna, just the I, wa- I want to stop you for a second. Sure. Because we have also established not only do I run Hollywood, but also I'm I'm the juvenile one of this pairing. Sure. Use a different word than proliferation because you lost me. Oh. <laughs> I got porn. I'm okay. with you. The porn is available to everyone twenty four seven now. Yes. Basically, and unfortunately, for very talented porn performers for free usually <laughs> i don't know how anyone makes money in the porn industry anymore i i don't that is a <laughs> that is a very weird, that is a weird thought how does how wha- who pays for porn i i hope someone does because those they're, they're go performers or whatever but anyway the attitude and, and porn in and of itself is a fantasy it's the same thing i was saying earlier about people that are mad about interstellar for not being a science documentary it's like these guys are mad that women aren't porn stars and it's like dude Women, the the women in porn do not act like women. Those aren't how women are. Like, so there's some, I'm sure, out there that, that act like women in porn. But in porn, largely, women are, I'm starved for penis. Mm. And they're the sort of women that if you did text a dick picture to a to a character in a porno. I want to stress this. Right, you're not, not even the, the porn, porn actress. You're saying the characters that have been written that are cre- right. fictional people that are created. Yes, the fictional women created in porn would probably respond to a dick pic and it's like these guys are pissed off that women aren't actually like that and it's like i I don't think that's all of it i'm sure there's more to it obviously their mothers didn't smack them enough or their dads didn't just go i'm sorry boy you just gonna get dicked upside the face i don't know why why he talks like denzel washington the dad (laughs) i just referenced but he does um but i think that might play into it a little bit is just that you're dealing with a generation of younger guys in their early 20s right now who i mean they're in their early 20s now that means the you know, the internet was kind of a big thing for them like you and right. i just to date ourselves here we knew a time before the internet i remember a time before the internet when when i was in high school i could use the internet but i couldn't do much with it right <laughs> like, right like right. i could go to some places i could look at porn but it, it took cost a long a lot time. of money and it cost it took a very long time the odds of my parents being gone long enough for me to load one naughty picture means they'd have to have taken an overnight trip. (laughs) So I did not see a lot of porn on the internet. That that reminds me of, uh, I want, I think it was maybe a stand-up comic or something, but there, there is a joke that's been around for about a decade or more now where it talked about, it talked about porn back in the, uh, back in the early days of the internet Mm. and, and it not specifically talking about porn here, but you remember whenever you would load a web page or a picture it would always load from top down, right? And it was yeah. like rows. Like it'd be like, there's a, yep. there's a row, there's a row, and finally, like it's it's like that. It's like those old game shows where the puzzle is slowly revealing itself. 
And there's there's the old joke where the guy's like he's like oh man yeah he's it's like oh oh yeah look at that look at, oh look at look at those look at those lips those are nice lips oh god oh look at that neck oh she's got a nice neck oh look at her tits oh that's a nice that's that's a nice tit. oh look at her look at her penis shit <laughs> she's got a penis <laughs> yeah <laughs> that that well so that is the era of porn we came from right that's where it started in our generation there's an app now in the Apple Store. Oh, wow. Okay. That will load porn for you on the internet so that you can just not ever stop watching porn. You could literally like, well, guess I better go to work, turn the porn on my desktop off, get pl- plug my headphones into my into my phone, open the old porn app and just watch some free porn on my way to work while I'm at work on my way home from work and I'm home back onto the desktop. You can literally do that now. That's a thing. You can just watch videos of porn, not row-loading pictures. <laughs> you can watch porn 24-7. If someone wanted to, and I'm sure they exist, they could just not stop watching porn 365, 24-7. Wow. And I'm sorry if is I was- Is that why you've been AWOL for a while? No, that one isn't. <laughs> I did pull my, uh, I pulled a muscle. Yeah. Um, Ankle, right? It wasn't totally. a wrist injury? It was a leg. But uh, the- You're doing it wrong. Uh, the- um, like the the inference from that is that, I mean, if if you were think about this, if I was fifteen and someone was like, "Hey, you want to watch unlimited porn forever?" I don't know as I would have really been all that healthy of an individual by the time I hit twenty, <laughs> or had a good view of sex. Again, I'm not saying porn is bad, but if that's all you look at and all you base your your view of sexuality with, like if all you're brought up with is is I don't know what a, a, a you know watching porn like. Oh, women want dick 24-7. That's all they want. They are receptacles for my manhood. Right. If that is your attitude, I could see where that would come from, from watching 24-7 porn. That would really, that would kind of, doesn't surprise me that we've got 20-year-old guys who are like, you want some penis? And they're sort of shocked when she's not like, you know, my TV has been running a little <laughs> bit slow lately. Could you come <laughs> over and fix it for me? Like they're just shocked that that's not the answer. Like right. I sent you a picture of my prodigious member. How come you don't want it now? <laughs> like it's just on a purely aesthetic point of view. I think Robin Williams made the best point that the 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 male genitalia is not an attractive organ. I I did like his description of it as the chicken, the last chicken hanging in the shop look. <laughs> That's I remember he had that in a Christina bit. Yeah, I don't. Cause uh, I don't. I, I mean that that in and of itself is I think a reason why guys should realize that just sending a picture of that is not going to be appealing. I'm no. sorry. Uh, I know some women that like muscular legs and calves. I, sure. I they like hair. They they might have a thing for a certain set of eyes or teeth or even a chiseled physique. I've never known a woman to be like, man, that guy's dick. There's is gorgeous. There's not a Tumblr called Ryan Gosling's cock. There just isn't. There isn't one. But there's a lot of them dedicated to his face yeah. and physique. Right. For sure. So in uh, I was looking at that uh, the video of the not porn video, the video on uh, the woman walking in New York for 10 hours. Yes. And getting hit on. And there was a comment on that that I really thought was great. This girl who was just like, basically, she was kind of what I said earlier. Ladies, whoever you are out there that are falling for this and doing this, stop because you're ruining it for the rest of us in the same way that it makes it very difficult for a man who doesn't like to thrust his genitals into a woman's face and demand pleasure who who actually would like to you know 
not date that they somebody. Don't, not that they don't want to get to that, maybe, but <laughs> that doesn't need to be the whole reason we know each other. Right. Um, you know. But, like, that's the that same thing's true for women. There's obviously some women out there that are making this bad behavior work. Um, there was actually an interesting... Um, I'm going to come back to, as long as we're talking about articles and things, there was an interesting article on uh, uh, how the internet, particularly uh, with young women, you mm-hmm. know, I was talking earlier about guys that were like 15, you know, guys that were 15 now, 10 years later, they're now 25, and they're mystified as to women, how women aren't porn stars. Mm-hmm. The same is true. There are girls of that age that have been raised with the, like the, uh, and there's there's girls on Instagram who are like, I'm attractive and look at me, I take a picture of myself in a bikini and, and whatever. That's fine. It's totally, to whatever. but there are girls who realize that that's how you get likes. Right. That by being what men want you to be, by being a porn star, you'll get male attention. Mm. And there are girls that are so starved for attention that they go out there and they'll do that just to, to get tons of likes on. I mean, I don't know if they I don't I don't hang out with the kids. I'm, I'm a married old fuddy daddy these days. <laughs> but this article was talking about this woman. She wrote an article. I wish I could. You know, I will find the article and I will send it to you. And hopefully you could maybe even link it on our page. Okay. And so people could read this article. It's a really good article about this woman that. uh she went and hung out with a bunch of like 15 year old girls one of them was her niece or something i think and she was just hanging out just kind of see hey what do you guys do and she was just horrified like wait what you're gonna send this guy a picture of your boobs like she's like well yeah i mean if i don't some other girl's going to and then you know then you know so those girls this article by the way was from like four years ago oh wow so it's not a present day article so those girls that were 15 then are now 19 and these 25 year old dudes are finding out that hey Sending dick pics does sometimes work, apparently. It must, or they wouldn't do it. Right, and I think you're right. Unfortunately, it's the sort of thing where it's like the the analogy you made, or when I said Bears fan, you said we're one in seven, so you're telling me there's a chance. Right. Shit, that means, yeah, that these asshats are out there, and there might have been one time oh, yeah. out of the 500 that they've sent in the last year. Or right. Months. It's certainly not all women. Like all, not all nineteen-year-old girls are like, "Oh, a dick pic. I'm giving it up." Like, right. but there must be some. Right. And these guys are just. I mean, that was that was actually one of the uh, again going with that same article. She, the lady, turned around and did the, sort of the same thing with, you know, she was like, "Well, why are these? Gr- who are these guys, and why are they treating these girls this way?" And she found that guys, the guys' attitude was, "Yeah, I, I mean, what does it take me to send ten instant messages? I can do that in a minute." Mm. I can send 10 instant messages to 10 different girls, a picture of my dick. All I need is for one of them to comment back and say, hey, baby. So doesn't do anything to me. I just, you know, and if she does, if she doesn't, it, for the other nine, he'll just leave some comment like slut or whore or whatever. Just shame her so that eventually they'll all, you know, I mean, it's a very unpleasant thing from both sexes, I think. You know what is surprising then that maybe maybe as you were mentioning the aging, maybe they have maybe these guys none of them have, have ever amounted to anything. But I'm thinking of uh I don't I think he was a senator or something, uh Wiener. Was he a governor, senator? Anthony Anthony Wiener. Wiener. His name was Wiener. Yeah. I, I think he was a senator from New York, yeah. Okay. And then and then Brett Favre. Favre. Uh Brett Favre. Uh he like these these are high profile people that got some scandals going about sending dick pics. Yep. With with it happening so frequently, like like I'm not I I'm not of the mindset of hey this will get some attention. Right. But even if I was, for me I I'm sitting here in a you know I'm 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 somewhat out there as far as a personality. I, we we have this show. I, I've I've done some acting. Hollywood listens to everything. Hollywood you say. listens to everything I say. So. 
like even even if I was warped enough to think that a picture of my dick is gonna get some, get me laid, I, there there the other voice in my head would go, um, do you want the ability for somebody to go? Oh, by the way, this guy that just won an Oscar, <laughs> here's when he here's when he sent his dick to a bunch of chicks trying <laughs> to get laid. The the guys that are doing this, I'm a they must not have ever amounted to anything because you you would think we'd have a lot more scandals mm. and this stuff coming forward. But maybe that's what needs to happen. Like literally, we've got Hey Felipe, where they're they're showing the trashy messages. Yeah. I know for a fact from talking to some of my female friends that that this is what they do in their personal circles. If somebody gets one, what they do is they show it to their friends and they all laugh and make fun of the guy that sent it. Yeah, let's start doing that shit publicly. <laughs> you want to publicly manslut shame people? Yes. No, I, I I agree. That might curb the problem. It could. You might get, however, guys might just be like, yeah, check me out, right? I mean, you don't know. Maybe they do either way. I agree. It's more than the way that the way it gets treated. To come back to one of our topics we talked about earlier, the uh, the nude celebrity scandal mm. from early um, called the Fappening. Uh, mm. The the one thing that I one of the things I noticed in that was that all the girls were like people were like, I hope they don't apologize. Like the fact that they even had to think, oh, they should apologize. However, nobody mentioned that there was there was guys mm. uh, who were also caught up in that. Nobody cared. Nobody mentioned. Just wasn't a thing. Just right. was like, oh yeah. I, mean, I think we talked about that a little bit, but it was just it was odd that like male nudity, like well, boys will be boys, you know. Like, but somehow mm. when a girl does it, or right, you know, I mean, well, and it's uh, th- that is two s- totally different scopes of things. Though, it those is. were private photos that got stolen. Th- these right. are guys that are like, hey, you didn't ask for this, but ta-da! Right, thrusting <laughs> your junk into someone's. I agree. No, no, it's true. I mean, hey, if you're in a loving relationship and you want to see your partner's genitalia because you haven't seen them in like a month and they're on a road trip, do it. Go yeah. for it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe don't upload it to the iCloud. Careful with that business. But I, yeah. uh, I, I, maybe that is a good point we should make. I, I don't want it to sound like we're coming down on anybody who's ever taken an inappropriate picture and sent it to somebody that that they were in a relationship with or even not but somebody that did ask to see something. Well, we go we're talking about we the even ones. We talk about uh, let's talk about porn stars. Yeah. They I have no beef with porn stars existing. No. Women that want to show off their bodies on the internet. Go for it. All yours. But men that doesn't mean that she's craving your particular And it doesn't mean that every thing. woman in the world is going right. to want to and have that mentality. And not every girl is that girl. It's it's like an athlete. You you look at you, you know there's there's some athletes that you know they go through a, and I'm not saying all athletes but there are there are quite a few athletes that you know you hear about all the time as they're going through school especially on the college level mm. they're getting free rides they're getting help yeah. with their grades to make sure that they qualify. And and you know and you and you you know you you some people will, will ask that you know ask that person it's like you know why are you wa- you know why are you wasting this free college education you you know you could be really getting an education here right and unfortunately for some people they're not they may know I'm never gonna function I'm never gonna be a CEO executive of a company that's not what works in my body and my brain that's not what I'm there for right what I was you know my God given ability what I've been made to do is I am fucking good at basketball. Mm. And that's what I'm going to do. And in a weird way, to each their own, yes, for models or, or porn stars or whatever, maybe on some level a lot of them realized, I, I'm i never going to run my own company, but I can make a pretty decent living just showing off what I didn't, you know, what I naturally was given. There's There's a lot of one of my favorite people on Earth. Amanda Cerny. Amanda Cerny. <laughs> 
posts quite a few pictures on her Instagram of her in a bikini, and mm-hmm. I I enjoy them. They are very nice. Well, and she, I mean, she got her. I don't know if she got her start, but she was in, she was a playmate. Yeah, started as a Playboy model, and you know, power to her. She yeah. recognized, hey, these are an asset I've got. People are willing to pay me for it. Do it. You yeah, know? absolutely, absolutely, awesome choice. However, I, actually, she I, and she's branched out from there now because she's doing. Oh yeah, she's, now she's doing acting and, right. and all sorts of stuff. So. All kinds of stuff. I mean, she used it as a jump, uh, as a springboard to get to a lot of other places. That really totally cool with that. Smart. You had a God-given gift. You you used still it, have it. Still have it, and you're using it to to, you know, move up. The, uh, you're showing people that you're more than just that, and you know, and I'm also beautiful. Sure. No problem. And there's a lot of... I, I don't have any problem with girls taking bikini pictures and putting them on Instagram. Go for it. Do whatever you want. Right. I have a problem with men feeling entitled to them. Yes. Like somehow... And, I, and again, this all again, this will loop back to... This This part, I would say, loops back to something we talked about when we are talking about the, um, the celebrity scandal. It's like somehow, I've seen you in a bikini, I now have power over you, and you better serve me and do what i want right it's the same attitude of why do we why do people look at pictures of of nude celebrities because now i've seen you naked and i uh-huh, know you uh-huh, can't take that away i have me. power over you now it's like this attitude of it and i think it comes back to almost even an american attitude that we have about nudity again we talked about this when we talked about the celebrity scandal a little bit about how there's this attitude towards nudity that if you're naked, you've somehow given up something. Right. You know, you've given up your chastity or something, and it's like suddenly now you're impure and we can all laugh at you. I don't know. I, I would be interested to see what that would be like in Europe. Like, I wonder what, what result the fappening had in a place like Germany where they sell porn, like, in newsstands, you know? like <laughs> You know. That is a really good question. I don't know. I, I wonder how it would be perceived in Europe. That would be a fun topic of conversation. So, uh, listeners out there, let's hear your take on it. You guys can hit us up on Twitter at DNeighborsBand or send us an email to DownstairsNeighborsBand at gmail.com. Or if you want to get creative and have some sort of pictorial reference of, of your take on how Europe would handle nudity, shoot that on over to us on Instagram at DownstairsNeighbors. You can do video on there. Why don't you do a quick uh, little selfie video of your, of your viewpoint on it? Especially if you're from the, uh, the, the European place. Oh, I know, absolutely. I know, we have two, I know we have two listeners from the UK, actually. I don't know if we have any listeners from, like, not English-speaking countries. We've got uh, we've got at least one in Japan that that is that has reached out to us. Nice. I haven't heard too many. I, from I know two UK ones. Obviously, the Japan one. Wait, uh, our, our, okay, our producer is our producer's nodding that we do have s- uh, a few other countries that they've actually picked up. We've picked okay. up subscribers in. We don't know who they are. They haven't they haven't written to us yet. But if they do, hey, write to us. Tell us what you think about this uh, this ex- this exciting issue. Yeah, it's it's America. definitely it's definitely good. What do foreign people think about? nudity in America and how we treat it. And, and also that, that article uh, that Brian mentioned, we will get that up on our website at dryrunproductions.net slash final hour. I'm sure we'll throw it around the Facebook and the Twitter as well. Yes, yeah, all over the social media. Speaking of social media, mm-hmm. some sad news. Mm-hmm. Selfie is dead. Unfortunately, I don't mean the Wait, term. the selfie is dead? No, the term selfie, unfortunately, is still alive and well. The TV show. Yes, I'd watched four episodes of Selfie Were out of good? the six. It, I will say this. I get why they canceled it. it. There are parts of it where I wasn't sure what they're going with it, and the tone seems a little odd sometimes. But overall, I really felt like it was a show that could have given a little bit of time, found itself, and really been a very interesting show. Found it cool. Selfie? Found it Selfie. Uh, Karen <laughs> Gillan's absolutely fantastic. I'm a full-on Karen Gillan fan now. All the way. I've not seen Doctor Who, so I didn't know her before Guardians of the Galaxy. She was great in Guardians of the Galaxy. She's great in this. 
I'm sold. Karen Gillan, you're amazing. And I've always been a John Cho fan. So I was a little sad to see it go. It had a, it had a good cast. It had a, a, a good idea being sort of a My Fair Lady for the modern day. Mm-hmm. So rest in peace, Selfie. I wish you could have continued, uh, but unfortunately it is canceled. However... Goodbye, Mulaney. Mulaney is canceled. Mulaney is gone. He can go back to being John Mulaney, the stand-up comedian that we all find funny, and stop being John Mulaney and the sitcom actor who's not actually acting on a sitcom. He's just doing his stand-up. I couldn't even try for an episode two on that one. You couldn't even get through an episode one. I actually tried watching the beginning of episode two. I thought maybe it was a weak pilot, so I started episode two, made it about ten minutes, and turned it off again. Is it just as bad? It was just as bad. Same same problems that we talked about before. I was like, yep, nope. I wonder how many uh, how many episodes that'll actually air because I, I at first I had heard it wasn't officially canceled yet they just weren't going to order any more than the I don't know twelve I or think they had like twelve or thirteen and they're going to air those and oh, they are going to air them I think they are going to air them yeah okay because sometimes sometimes those shows do so so badly that they're just like they just get pulled off the air yeah. and they're gone yeah I know selfies has a full thirteen but they're not going to air the rest of them they're going to air like two more episodes and then be done so yeah I don't know how that's going to work out wait who's going to air two more episodes selfie so they're not going to air all 13? No. Oh, I they're thought... They're airing, airing all 13 of Mulaney, and then Mulaney's going to Wow, away. how did Mulaney outlast Selfie? They put a lot of money into Mulaney, I think, and they're like, you know what? We're going to get some money out of this. Ah. <laughs> so they're doing it, even if nobody's watching it. Um, so, yeah, Mulaney's gone. Uh, what else? What else is history? Um, I, know, I, I, I know what isn't. The Flash... Lo- I got addicted to that show when my ankle went all wonky. I a lot of time on my. <laughs> I like my that you say it as if there was just something random happened to your ankle. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a drunken injury. Not at all. Uh, I had my leg elevated for a while and some time on my hands. So I watched um, all four episodes that are out of The Flash on the CW. And I am normally not a CW fan. I do not dig shows on the CW very mm-hmm. much. Um, but uh, I, I watched last show I watched on there was Smallville, and I dug it. So clearly, as long as they're doing superheroes, I'm watching the CW. I tried Arrow. Didn't dig Arrow very much. It's not a bad show, not a great show. But The Flash, whoa, love it. Love The Flash. Digging Gotham. Um, so, you know, superhero shows. Love it. I didn't dig Constantine. I watched the first episode of Constantine, and then I was kind of like, eh. I don't know about you, Constantine. You seem like you could be kind of cool, but I, I just wasn't interested enough to follow up. So. Here's some of the some of the new shows that came out this fall that are already dead or have have been announced their death. And mm-hmm. you know, A to Z on NBC is gone. Yeah, I heard that one was gone. Bad Judge on NBC. Thank God I heard it was awful. Oh, uh, Manhattan Love Story is gone. Yes, Manhattan Love Story is gone. That one's out. Selfie, we talked about Selfie's it. Selfie's gone. gone, yeah, and Mulaney, and... I think that's actually it for the new shows. There are a lot of shows that have been established that are ending, like Parks and Rec and Mad Men and... Right, but that looks like the final season. It's they're, right. they're choosing to wrap it up. It's not like they've been given the axe. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, I, I, I'm on season five of Mad Men. I need to catch up with that because I... I haven't I, even started it. It's a great show. I'm really that. surprised you, right? Frank that, Sinatra fan of all people, that's, have, have avoided Mad Men. That's what I've heard. And you know what it was? Part of me wanted to binge watch it, so yeah. I'm, I'm officially there. But you were not the only person that just told me that, that they were surprised that I, of all people, had not right. so you're <laughs> watched right, it. Right, right. I mean, it's a very very dramatic show very uh, it's very drama driven but it's mm. really I good did, and the I sets d- are amazing i love the shows outfits. like that if the writing is good like like i still say my favorite movie of all time is when harry met sally and there's like no action in that it's all it's a conversation sure. film i like well-written pieces uh, i love pretty much anything by aaron sorkin I'm a huge fan of the news if you like aaron sorkin yeah, you probably dig mad men i mean it's it's a little he he's a little more funny mad mm-hmm. men isn't it's got funny moments, but it's not like a lot of humor. And it's it. also got John Hammond. He's just dreamy. So dreamy. So dreamy. maybe maybe it was him with the horse whip. That could be. 
<laughs> Dream big. It could have been John Hamm. Uh, he's uh, he's around. But uh, I've heard that he loves horse whipping people. It's, <laughs> it's in his bio on IMDb. It's, uh, I love the fact John Hamm, actor and also horse whipper uh, amateur. I love that even if that's not true. It is now. It is now because <laughs> I said it. Ha <laughs> It was said on this show. It's been it said. Happens. It's on the internet. It's real. It's a thing. Speaking of the internet, I think I've mentioned this before. I don't pay for TV anymore in the traditional sense. I have Hulu, Netflix, Hulu, that sort yeah. of thing. Totally. A show that you've mentioned, uh, you've got all caught up on over watching The Flash. Another show that I was worried would be on that canceled list mm-hmm. based off of the episode one reactions that I heard. Yeah. Dora and Diego's first date. Yeah. Yeah, no, they absolutely. were gonna cut it. They were, and then they gave him another date. They gave him another chance, another chance at love. Dora and Diego, just get together already, Jesus! You've been counting and hanging out together. <laughs> we all know you like each other. It's ridiculous. Was there actually a, a Dora and Diego's first date? No, there needs to be. Right? There will be now. Poor Diego is just like, is this going anywhere? Poor Diego never got- sent you a dick pic. I've been a pleasant <laughs> man the whole time. Are you ever gonna do? Are we ever gonna do anything, Dora? We've been together for five years now. I'm sorry, Diego, man. You got friend zoned. It's bad. Diego does need to just—he just needs to do a dick pic. Clearly, that's how it works. Or fuck boots. Anyway, a uh, show that uh, that that's I was—that's not a good idea. That's how you get AIDS. <laughs> you fuck a monkey, and then we have AIDS. Or Ebola. Or Ebola. Either one. Yeah, not a good idea to fuck a monkey. Hey, Don't do. By Diego. the way, d- have you uh, have you caught Ebola yet? I haven't. No. No, me either. Okay, I think we're good. I, I think. I heard I it think was. I heard it was going to be everywhere. All right. Everyone on Fox told me, and, and <laughs> CNN, and every <laughs> fucking news network ever told me that I would have Ebola by now. And not only do I not, but it hasn't even left Africa. And actually, I heard they're almost got it contained, oh, which okay. is good news. So I don't think we're catching Ebola. Okay. Fingers crossed. We still live in L.A. You never know. That's true. The show that I thought we might end up on the cancellation list that I'm thankful it has not. Yes. Gotham. Ah, the Dark Knight. Yes, I've been watching. As a whiny child. I've been watching. Yeah, the Bruce Wayne still sucks, but the show show itself, I liked episode one. It has gotten better and better and better. It has. I'm up to episode four. Four now, and it is still good. Yeah, it's 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 like the first thing I always go to on Hulu. Like I, I actually will I will wait like first thing Tuesday morning when I get up. I'm like, oh, I want to, I got to catch up on Gotham because mm. you know it airs Monday night, so I have to wait to catch it on. They Hulu. put it on Monday night, really? Up against yeah. Monday night football? Mm-hmm. Dang. Well, yeah. I don't suppose it draws too much of the same crowd. And again, Hulu. So you know. Yeah. Another sure. show I've been catching up on Hulu was that Marry Me show that I told you about. Had such a great pilot. Oh yeah, that didn't get canceled. That's no, it hasn't been canceled. And actually, you know what? It's it is silly comedy is not quite the right word. It, mm. It's it's like adult silly comedy. No, that's the one where it's like the guy keeps trying to propose or something. Actually, no, that's the thing. That was the, that was the thing I was going to mention when we did our fall TV preview thing. Mm. We we were reading off you know the the what the shows are supposed to be. That was purely written based off the pilot. Because, spoiler alert, I think that they've had four or five episodes out now. Only the first one is about trying to deal with a proposal. The rest of it's about Dora and Diego <laughs> trying to get together. Sorry, I had to. Anyway. No, th- no, the rest but of it actually, it's a bit different. Yeah, the rest of it is about their relationship and their, their changing lives as their, as their life moves forward. Hmm. And it's, it's good. It's funny. That's an ensemble show that uh, that works. And so I'm very happy to see it. It's not in there because I, I, like I said, it's, I let myself fall behind a little bit on that one and, and binged my way up to, oh. to caught up now. 
um, which I love that I can do with my Hulu and my Netflix. It makes it me is nice. That's how I watch Modern Family on there. I'm yeah. a big Modern Family fan, and I will just I will be like let let it go for about five episodes, then watch because oh my god, one is about to leave, and then watch all five. <laughs> yeah, I uh, short. I honestly think that we've talked about this before with the WWE Network and CBS having their thing and HBO Go going away from needing to have yep. cable. I think we are. Oh, we Showtime are. announced they're doing the same thing. Are they? Showtime Good. decided to do the same thing. I'm still I, the the one that's not a premium channel that I'm waiting to see happen is AMC. You know, yeah, with Walking I Dead and to. Mad Men and and Breaking Bad and just all that stuff available to watch, yeah. streaming like that. Yeah, would be fantastic. Even studios could just do it. Like Warner Brothers could do mm. it because they've got. They had, you know, the Friends catalog, like all the episodes of Friends. They, uh, they had. I know they do that through Netflix a lot. They're oh, like, that studios are on Netflix. One. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the Netflix deals they'll get are studios. So that's why, like Friends, I think all of Friends is on. Yep. Yeah, on, they just recently put all those. Yeah, up. it's all on Netflix now. So, and then they do that with like, like old TV shows. I've seen a lot of shows on there from like the ninety late nineties now that are like, oh, that's on there. That's weird. And right. So, yeah. Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, I would it, love it, that to go on there. It's on Hulu. It's if it's not oh, there it yet. If it's not there yet, no, it's I think on you're Sway. right. I think I saw it on there. Yeah. No, I need to watch. I loved that show. That was one of my favorite shows. It was so weird. I was watching. I don't remember what I was watching on Hulu. But I was watching something, and you know, because it does have commercials. They they don't have yes. as many as as real TV, but they do have some they commercials. Have commercials. And sometimes they're they're Hulu commercials, and they actually it it was a commercial for the show Third Rock from the Sun, and it felt so weird. To see that commercial come on, because you know, usually you see commercial for something new. Mm. It was it was literally the same commercial they aired ba- back in the '90s when that show was on the air. I was like, "What in the world?" And then it was because it was going to Hulu. I got so excited. I I Hulu, Hulu ads are. I will say that network ads on network TV they at least vary a little. Hulu ads can get a little repetitive sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the K Jewelers one or not. The, it's the Ben Bridges one. I haven't seen any Jewelers. When I'm watching Nashville or Modern Family, I always get the Ben Bridges ad. It's these, uh, <laughs> it's the, like they sing, it's like there's this, I like something like, I want to be there for you. And like this woman has like this like really nice jewel box and she hands it to this other woman. And I thought it was an ad for two lesbian women. And I was like, oh, awesome, that, sweet. And then uh, it's like, we're the best of friends. And you're like, oh, what? Do women really buy like their friends jewelry? Is that a thing? I don't know. And if it is, how come you've never bought me jewelry? I'm pissed. I <laughs> uh, just, you know, Christmas hint. Um, anyway, I get you. I get you. I get you a dick bracelet, so all yeah. your dick pics will be really fancy. Wave it around; it'll be awesome. Talking about not dick bracelets, but talking about Fine, not dick bracelets. Um, talk, talking about uh, yeah, online video streaming and everything. I do yes. think that's the way that it's going. You were telling me about some some interesting news as it regards to. Uh, our lives and video streaming online, just being online. All right, net neutrality. Um, Obama, Obama, Obama. You almost, you almost can't say his name without doing the Obama, Obama, because you hear it so much. Uh, but Mr. Obama uh, mm-hmm. has uh, came out in favor of net neutrality. I think he waited till after the midterm elections. I don't know why. Probably because maybe telecom companies wouldn't donate as much money to the Democrats if he did. I don't know. Do no we want to? Is it? Can we say that maybe it was a bad idea to wait? Might have been. It I mean, didn't I go didn't, so well for the Democrats. It did not. It was clearly <laughs> a poor choice. Um, but uh, uh, he uh, he came out in favor of net neutrality and said it should be treated like a public utility. Internet should be a public utility. Everyone, it should be like a right that everyone has, and it should be regulated so that it doesn't, you know, that you can't artificially jack the price really too high, or mm. you can't give preferential treatment to people. And I thought, yes, 
please. I've been stumping on that speech for a while. Now, I'm was a this a s- was it just a speech that he made, or like is he actually trying to enact something with this? He's. I mean, he doesn't have the power to enact anything. It's the FCC, which will ultimately choose. Unfortunately, the head of the FCC worked as a lobbyist for big cable for cable companies. From 1992 to 2006, when he switched to go be head of the FCC. Yep. So you kind of got to think he might not be as impartial as we'd hope. To, to um, quote John Oliver, he's a he's a dingo. We'll have to watch that episode. I, I'm oh, so behind on John Oliver. He covers the net neutrality thing, and the video went viral. If you guys, if you guys have not seen this video yet, just go to YouTube. If you don't have HBO Go, go to YouTube and type in John Oliver net neutrality. That's how I get all of my John Oliver stuff. Is yeah. Off the YouTube's. It's about 15 minutes long. It is informative. But it's fucking awesomely funny and very, very spot on. But yeah, he he talks about that and he makes a reference. He says, putting a cable lobbyist as the head of the FCC who is there to regulate cable, that is akin to hiring a dingo for your babysitter. (laughs) (laughs) That is essentially it. Yes. No, that is true. That's precisely what it's. I honestly don't know how that became an idea. Uh, so money, money talks. So the Bush administration put him in charge, mm. and the Obama administration has left him in charge. So I can only assume that just people don't care. Yeah. Uh, but Obama at least came out and said, I, I took it as a positive sign towards net neutrality that the president of the United States said it should be a utility and that it should be regulated. Of course, immediately after he said that, all of the like AT and T and Time Warner and everybody. All all of them came out with this thing. We're like, oh, we're sad the president said that because and I love this part. It'll mean like they basically I like that their argument against why net neutrality shouldn't be a thing is for the precise reasons that it should. <laughs> like they love to say, oh, it'll be it'll mean slower speeds for some people. I'm like, yeah, but you guys are literally saying you want to throttle back on some people. Right. You literally can't say that and then turn around and be like, and some people might get slower speeds. Yeah, we know. You said they would if we don't do net neutrality. Yeah, so it's bizarre. The sad thing is, as bizarre as that is, that fucking tactic works. Just, I mean, Mm. since we we've kind of kind of drifted into politics here, we're we're not going to stay too long because it's dangerous for us to pretend that we know anything. Thin ice. But I will say, you mentioned the midterm elections just happened here in California. Mm. There was a proposition out there. uh, I want to say forty-five. I think it was. And it was basically to establish a commissioner or something that oversaw health insurance companies. And it would have been an elected official that was there to prevent, to basically, it would have made it so health insurance companies can't just start to randomly jack up their rates just because mm. it was there would have been somebody there to regulate it that would that seems like a good idea right and the whole basis of it like the people that were in favor of it because you know I, I was reading the the voter thing they mail out like not the one not the one that's sent out by a by a by a committee that's right like, they send the prop the, right, the booklet they, the i got actual mine. booklet that actually you know is, yeah. it has both sides to everything in it and the pro side was saying yes there is going to be a little bit of a cost to establish this position pay somebody to do it mm. but the fees are actually going to be covered by, like, they're going to be charged to the health industry and the health care industry and the health insurance companies. Like, right. Like, it wasn't the sort of thing where it's like, there's going to be more taxes for this. And the whole basis of it was, we're going to be prevent, you know, this is, the, this is the only way to, you know, to give you guys some protection to make sure the insurance companies don't jack up your rates. Right. The opposition, they named their group Californians Against Higher Insurance Costs. And their whole stance was basically saying that they basically said that this will cause rates to rise. 
and they're like, if you don't want rates to go up, you need to vote no on this. And, and it and it worked. No. 60 to 40, it Absolutely. fucking got shot well, down. And here's why. Because, see, here's how I feel about government regulation. So we're, we've dived into politics. Let's go. No pun intended. And with, when you hear my metaphor, you're going to be like, dived. Oh, that's so correct. So <laughs> smart. If you have a sw- public swimming pool. In a public swimming pool, there are I lifeguards. I see what you're doing. Right, dived. In a public swimming pool, there are lifeguards. Those lifeguards are paid by the city government, which in turn gets its money from the taxes from people, right? Okay. That's how paying a lifeguard works at a city pool. Okay. We pay the lifeguards to make sure that people don't drown and die right. in our pool because we don't want that. It's no fun swimming with dead bodies. They get in the way. Now, essentially, what what you're telling me the argument from these people was, because that's essentially what regulation is, the, 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 the lifeguards regulate the pool so that no one behaves in a way that would damage someone and cause them to drown. Right. That's what the lifeguards do. That's what this job was going to be. Right. Hey, there's this pool called the insurance company world market. Uh, We want to make sure that people aren't, you know, drowning people here. Right. This is what we don't want. So they wanted to hire a lifeguard. Right. And their argument was it'd be like the people at the pool being like, well, you know what? I'm going to go home and, uh, Let's say I own a donut shop. I'm going to charge people more money for donuts because uh, fuck you and your lifeguards. You know, like essentially that's it. Like, I don't want to pay for these lifeguards that would protect me and the people that I serve. Um, Fuck that. I'm just going to charge people more for donuts and then you can fucking eat the cost. Right. Like that's so that's the one thing I don't get when anytime anybody talks about regulating a business in America, maybe ever in the world. I don't know. But in America, as far as I've seen. The, the company they're talking about regulating immediately is like, well, I'm just going to charge everybody more. So to get a thing. So you're telling me. So I want to get a guy to protect me from you and you've been abusing me. You're going to charge me more money if that happens. It's extortion. Kind of sounds like the mob, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it's just, I've, I've heard this plot. It's a movie. It, that, <laughs> the, the father, the God, the God. What is it called? You know, it escapes me now, but it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I've heard that plot. Yeah, and yeah. that's what that is. And you're just like, God, that's such a dick move. And hey, it's business, I understand, but it's also people's lives. Well, and, and I feel like it shouldn't be too businessy that way. And I, to yeah. me, I just I hate I hate the the stupidity of California voters because the proposition did not did not pass. Did not it failed. There will be no oversight over these people. They can check exactly. <laughs> Ironically. They can jack the price up as much as they want now, right? Though that was their threat. And, and so the system as it is now is there is a board of something or other that's mm. in their industry that is supposed to you know monitor this sort of thing, but they really don't have to answer to anything. And you know they throw enough money at this at this board, they're going to get to do whatever they want. Yeah. And that was just it. The stance was, you know, it's too much power for one elected official to have over your insurance. Um, okay, but it's one elected official outside of the industry as opposed to. I don't know five or six people is that better than one and they're in the industry yeah so it's just the fact that they were able to they, just because of the way that they named it and marketed it yep. they, they threw it they threw I, heard, I think they threw like 60 million dollars at their ad campaign to get the word out because i actually didn't hear any yes on 45 ads mm. until the the last possible week uh, is when i finally actually heard something that was because i was thinking oh yeah this sounds horrible i would definitely vote against this and mm. i heard one yes ad finally i was like wait 
Wait, you're both you're both arguing the exact same point. This can't be true. One of you, one of you is lying because you can't say it's going to do this, and then one says vote no, and we can do this. It's like no, you're having the exact same outcome. That's impossible. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I remember when I first saw the first uh, um, no on it, and mm-hmm. I was just like, this seems like bullshit. Right. <laughs> like the minute I watched that ad, I was like, it came up on my Hulu. I was like, <laughs> this seems like bullshit. Like, a. Hey, usually, and this isn't always the case, but this is sort of my rule of thumb with elected officials and anything, really. Uh, how much money is it costing them to put this out here? If someone's willing to throw this much money at something, it means it's going to cost somebody a lot of money if it ha- goes through. Right. Not that I want people to get, you know, to have to pay money they don't have to, but it just seems like you have a vested interest in this. Right. Why, you're not telling me why I should. And I know that's a selfish way of thinking, but that's voting. Voting is selfish. Yeah, you vote, you for, vote for the candidate or the thing that you would like to happen. That's democracy. Now, if, if it, it seems odd that you are spending $60 million to tell me what I shouldn't like. like it, yes. You clearly have a vested interest in this. Whereas, you know, it's the same reason why when I hear about the two-party system, I'm like, you guys have a lot of money invested. I've never heard from Gary Simpson, from <laughs> who's part <laughs> of the... The, the Liber Green Party down there, I would really like to hear from him, but I can't because he's just trying to tell me an opinion. He's not trying to sell me something. Right. Whereas, yeah, I do, I do feel whenever anybody put, like, a lot of money into something, I'm always a little like, what are you, why are you putting so much money into this? I'm going to read this very carefully. And yep. sometimes, hey, you know, I'm like, oh, that you're right. Glad you put a lot of money in that. This is a terrible, we shouldn't eat babies. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for definitely putting a lot of money into the let's not eat babies ad. Yep. Well, we are out of time. Totes. But I feel like we had a good talk today, Brian. It was a journey. It was I, a journey. I, I feel like anytime you can lump uh, pornography a and <laughs> Obama and uh, baby eating, yeah, that's that's a win. And I didn't sprain my ankle, so it was a journey worth having. Well, that journey was a journey worth having, too, but an epic journey nonetheless. Right. That's two epic journeys in two weeks. <laughs> Maybe I need to scale it down a little. Maybe a little bit. You're getting You're getting too old for this shit. Too crazy. Again, we do want to hear whether or not you live in Europe, if you have any insight into how nudity is in, in, in you know, not just Europe, in any other country other than America. Even if you're from America, throw, throw yeah, your Yeah, if you're, if you're from here, I'm we, curious. S- yeah, we still want to know what your thoughts are. We'd love are, to get a sampling inside. of what people think, you know, they'll, they'll listen to our show. Should we do the show naked? That's the next question, obviously, we're going to ask. Should we be naked while we do this? And would you be okay with that? Sure, why the hell not? Let, you know, no, let not you, the listeners. I know you're okay with it. Yeah, well, I'm naked now. Totally. <laughs> anyway, should we do the show naked? How do you think other countries deal with nudity and process nudity in comparison to how we do it here in the States? Let us know. You can hit us up at Twitter, at DNeighborsBand. Instagram is DownstairsNeighbors. Our email is DownstairsNeighborsBand at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash downstairsneighbors. And, of course, there's our website at dryrunproductions.net slash final hour. We do want to thank you again for listening. I'm Seth. I'm Brian. We'll catch you next time. And should murder be legal. Don't let beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should don't let them get you down You just stand up tall Sometimes everybody
This has been a Dry Run production.